Shit, is this on? Do you think they can hear us? I fucking hope so. <laughs> hey besties, welcome back to We Fucking Hope. I'm your co-host, Soph. And I'm your other co-host, Viv. So what are we talking about today? Well, today, I think it kind of stemmed from our episode of last week where we talked about investing yourself and then we kind of brought up this idea of breakthrough moments. Yeah. And it sparked this whole like idea for me and I wanted us to chat through it some more. So like in terms of breakthrough moments, what we mean by this is like, you know, when you have one of those moments or sudden realization where like everything suddenly makes sense to you, like by knowing something or accepting something to be like what it is, it drastically alters how you understand something or how you go about something. Yeah. I don't know. Does that make sense? It does make sense. And I think it was hard for me when you first brought up this topic to think of a breakthrough moment because I thought it was supposed to be so grand and like you have this unveiling of your consciousness and then like you finally know something. But when I realized it could just be everyday moments and then that changes your life, that was easier for me to think of examples. Yeah. Like, and I think, you know, kind of into the whole like therapy situation Mm -hmm. like I had a breakthrough moment in my last therapy session where we were kind of talking about like how I I felt about like one of my relationships with a, a certain individual and how I was talking about like you know things are great like there's nothing wrong but like I feel like mentally like something switched for me and I feel like I'm behaving the way that I used to behave. So I, my attachment style used to be, um, like anxiously avoidant, which is not great. I just avoid people when I become anxious and I kind of shut down that way. Yeah. And I was like doing that mentally in my head and not like, and I realized I was, but I didn't know how to stop it, for example. So then, you know, my therapist and I were talking about it and we were kind of diving deeper into the emotion itself. She's like, well, why do you suddenly feel this way? And I was just like, well, because I realized that, like, this relationship is important to me. Yeah. And, you know, I think, like, there's a fear factor in there. So, like, my mind just suddenly shut down and because I was so afraid. But yeah. I didn't know how to, like, stop that. Because, like, yeah. obviously I don't want my behaviors to alter our relationships. And we kept talking about it. And she's like, well, why are you fearful of it? And I was just like, well, because I, you know, I really enjoy the relationship that we have. And we kept talking about it. We kept talking about it. And I kept thinking about, like oh, like, this is all, like, yes, the fear was the forefront, but it's all stemming from the fact that, like, I have this great relationship with this individual, and, like, I want to continue this friendship, Mm -hmm. and that, you know, I don't want to, like, ruin it. And then I thought about, like, all the positives of, like, the friendship as we were kind of talking about it. Yeah. And suddenly, I was just like, you know, that mental barrier that I built, I don't know what happened, but suddenly it's gone. Yeah. It's, like, the, like, avoidant part of me, just, like, it, it disappeared Got from the system. Yeah. So, like, that moment was, like, kind of one of those big breakthrough moments. Amazing. If that makes I, sense. Yes, that does. So, yeah. I love so that. So, that's how this topic kind of came into fruition. Okay, cool. Yeah. I love that. I can, I can give... Do you want me to give an yes, example? Yes, I was, that I was just about to ask. Yay. <laughs> um, okay, so I was just talking to you about this, but I think a simple one that I didn't realize totally changed my life and this one came from therapy was that you can you can say no to things you don't want to do and that was something where the people pleaser in me was like you can never do that don't ever say no because you're supposed to say yes to people and I think we hear this all the time of just say no set the boundaries but until I actually started doing that I didn't realize how freeing it was to live in your truth and what you want to do yeah that makes sense so when I started first saying no to things, I would say it, it kind of 
was a shock to people because I was a very big, or I think sometimes I still am a people pleaser, but when I first started saying no, I think it was a shock in terms of they would question why I was saying no, like, oh, you've done this before. I don't understand why now you're saying no to something. Had to explain that it's really something I don't want to want to do or can't do, or I need to prioritize other things. Um, but as we move forward in my saying no era of mm-hmm. boundaries, I think it's really helped me out because I now understand that I don't have to just do things for other people and I can say no to things that I don't want to do. As simple as that is, I think that's a huge breakthrough for me. Yeah, and I think um, kind of on that topic, so like when you were sharing your story, I also thought like another piece to it is that like I realized I didn't have to explain myself to people. Yes, that too. Like it sounds so simple, but like usually like for me, it's very hard for me to say no to people too. And then I feel the need to like, and you don't want to like make up an excuse, but you feel almost the need to like explain why you're saying no. Yeah. But, like, that makes you seem less confident and it makes it seem like you're just making up an excuse. Mm -hmm. But really, like, you're just saying no. Yeah. And and it sounds more confident and more firm and no one questions you. But the moment you start, like, feeling the need to explain yourself, like, it takes away, like, how firm that no sounds. Yeah. And then it seems like you're making an excuse. Absolutely. I don't know if that makes sense. Absolutely. But, yeah, not having to explain yourself and your actions to people is great. One thousand percent recommend to anyone. That's why at work, as simple as it is, if I need to go do something, I will say that I have an appointment. Yeah, and then like nothing. And you normally people won't question you on it, but when they do, if they're like, "Oh, like what's going on?" I'll just be like, "I have an appointment." Yeah, like you don't you don't have to know if it's a doctor's appointment, a dentist appointment, if I have an appointment to do X Y Z. Like that's not. Your business, I have to take off this time and I'll, I'll get my work done. It's not that big of a deal. Yes. I would say, like, similar to that line of, like, work is that I think working remotely. Yeah. So great. Love it. Pro. But I think, like, the anxiety-inducing part of it is that you feel the need, like, you know, people are, like, you're constantly wiggling your mouse. Yep. And that's so that. dumb because, like, when you go into the office, like, you take breaks so you go use the bathroom yeah. to, like, make a quick snack to, like, go grab something from, like, the kitchen Talk or, like, someone whatever. next to your cubicle. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You have all these breaks. But then I realized, like, the whole, the team's chat turning a certain color that yeah. makes it look like you're way even though you're not. Yeah. I used to be so anxiety-inducing. But now I'm just, like, so what? Yeah. Like, my work gets done. Yep. And, like, that alone is a reflection. I don't need to explain that, like, I'm sorry to use bathroom. Therefore, like, my thing was, like, yellow for, yeah. like, 10 minutes. Or, like, I had to go, you know, do this for, like, two minutes. Yeah. And I came right back. I'm sorry it showed yellow. Like. Yeah. No, it doesn't matter. You don't need to explain yourself. No. Let your actions speak for itself. There you go. I think that goes into my next one of a breakthrough for me is that it only matters what you think about yourself and not other people's perceptions of you or what they think. Yes. So. Recently, I don't know if this has been happening to you, but I'm really bad with texts recently, I think, where I think people in society nowadays expect a text right away back, as in, like, you're going to, you know, hear from someone right away. Mm-hmm. But text, I, text should not be this overwhelming thing where you have to answer so many of them all at once. And I think they sometimes get backlogged in my phone, so then I just think there's so many to respond to, and it's kind of overwhelming. Yeah. Um, so sometimes I won't text back, and I feel bad um, when I finally text them, but I have to realize that they should not expect me to, in that same moment, respond to them, and I'll eventually get back to them, and it'll be okay. Or another example is if I 
cannot make it to something or, you know, tell someone, no, like I cannot do something for them. And then I see them in person or we talk about it later and they're like, oh, like, you know, like you're probably lying like X, Y, Z, or, uh, I don't understand why, like you like felt like you didn't have to like basically explaining that they, they think something different was happening. For example, like they thought I was either lying or, um, don't understand what you had better to do X, Y, Z. But then I realized that it really doesn't matter that they think that because yes. I know the truth. Like if you actually thought I purposely ignored you or didn't like I couldn't go somewhere, but then gave you an excuse. Like if you think that that's fine, I'm going to tell you that it's not true. Wow. And this is what actually happened. And if you don't believe me, that's, that's kind of on you. Yeah. I think um, that kind of leads into for me. Cause like when you were talking about this, I, I kind of had like a different interpretation at yeah. first, but like that, but it was like bleeding into my interpretation okay. also of like where like you don't have to prove yourself to others. Yeah. And like what I mean is, for example, I think that like in my family, for example, I have my one of my really close like cousins yeah. has this friend and I think her her perception of me is that, like, I'm a bitchy person. Okay, cool. Yeah. I mean, 100% true. Yeah, I'm, like, the biggest bitch you'll ever meet. Yep. Don't worry, everyone. And <laughs> Certified biatch. <laughs> <laughs> and it was just, like, and I can, like, understand the the source of it maybe once upon a time. Sure. Where it was just, like, yeah, like, I was in high school when we met. You know high school kids? Yep. Like, they're pretty angsty, and, like, I, I don't think that I was the best person in high school. Yeah. And, like, yes, I was pretty bitchy in high school. Not necessarily to other people, but, like, around family. Because, you know, they're yeah. the safest people to be bitchy around. Like, <laughs> as, as all high school kids right. have experienced at some point. Yeah. And if, if you haven't, then congratulations, you're a golden child. <laughs> and that was not me. Right. But, you know, they would just be like, oh, like, Viv's a bitch. And I my favorite response at the time, because I was not willing to let it affect me, was yeah. that, like, you can take anything as a compliment or an insult. So yep. when she called me a bitch, and I was like, thank you, because I was like, well, at least I stand up for myself and I say what's on my mind. Hell yeah. But then now I think it's just like sometimes that comment still gets brought up. And we talked about this in, in the episode with like realizing families bring yeah. a lot of anxieties that they treated me as the old version of me yep. and they don't treat me as a person I am today, but they don't know the person that I yep. am today. So like I used to feel the need to like Prove, prove that I'm no yeah. longer a bitch or I'm not bitchy, but then they would like kind of push my boundary so much that it would make me like bitchy. Yeah, because, or like yeah, have a little your like outburst because yeah. I'm of like, course. you guys are like so fucking annoying. Like yeah. I've gone out of my way to like do this, which I would have never done. Yeah. But then it's just like I like felt the need to like prove myself yeah. and like against that. But it doesn't matter. Like yeah, she's not family to me. She I don't like she doesn't really mean anything to me because like she's yeah. not a part of my life. So then even if like she's around. I don't need to prove myself to her. Like, if yeah. she thinks I'm a bitch, she can think that. Right. And I know at the in, on the inside that I'm not a bitch. Right. And I would hope that my friends don't think that I'm a bitch. And if they do, well, I'm, I apologize. <laughs> but if you're still my friend, then maybe that's a reflection on you. Yeah, yeah. They want to be friends with bitches. Yeah. Clearly. You know, so. Um, even if she was family, I mean, you should not have to prove yourself. Exactly. But it was just, like, the moment, because I used to be, like, so, and then it, like, it would make me so anxious. Of course. And I would, like, get so, like, Drained, yeah, but then it was just like the last few times I went home, I was like, even if I see them, and even if this gets said, like, it doesn't matter, like, they can think that I'm a bitch, and I can just go on just being me, yeah, and it's fine, and it's fine. So, yes, other people's 
It only matters what you think about yourself and not what other people think of you. I would agree. Yeah. The next example we have on here is that understanding that people's behavior isn't a reflection of you. Yes. So did you want to talk about this one? So that was kind of like also in a similar vein where it's like, you know, hurt people hurt people. Yeah. So like, um, I think that like there used to be like people who would be like, well, why can't like people who are like overtly mean to you and like you go out of your way or people who I even think like in work situations where like you take a call with a client and like out of nowhere they just like get off this power trip of like being like well you should have done better and xyz and like I'm gonna pull my money back and blah 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 and then they don't like they don't like yeah actually do those things so maybe they do but like it just comes from a place of them being insecure about something else and they're compensating this way and I think that like kind of understanding that like it's their insecurity and I don't have to go above and out of my way to like please this one client like yeah. yes I should do my best to do something right by them if I was in the wrong right but like usually it's not I'm not saying I'm never wrong I'm just saying usually it's just like the client just like decided they had a bad day and yeah. they're like behaving that way well especially because we deal with clear factual data like yes. it's not like we can it's not convoluted in any way it's here's the data I'm sorry you feel that way, but this is the data. Yeah, and it's just like, I mean, there's instances, you know, in both sides where, like, if I was wrong, I would always be like, I'm so right. sorry Absolutely. Like, this happened, I'll make it right, whatever. Yeah. But it's just like, when those situations happens, it used to make me feel, like, so anxious yes. and, like, the need to, like, I need to work late and I need to do yeah. whatever. But then I was just like, they're just being insecure. Like, I don't care. This will not ruin my day. Like, yeah. you could yell at me and that's fine. I, I hope that made you feel better, but I'm going to move on now. I, I like that you said I hope that makes you feel better because I've had this situation in my life happen I think like once or twice before but someone did feel the need to blow up at me literally go off on a tyrant rant yeah. whatever and I would just say to them every time they let me actually speak they'd like you know take a breath and I'd get to respond and be like I, I hope I hope you feel better like I hope I hope down the line this makes you feel okay and you know I'll, I'll be thinking about you like I hope I hope you feel better, and that yeah. usually makes them mad. I'll yes. be honest, um, but what what else am I supposed to supposed to say? Like, like do you want thank me you to for cry? yelling at me? Yeah. yeah. Do you want me to be emotional? Would that make you feel better? Because I'm not here to please you since you're yelling at me. You know exactly. <laughs> so yeah. I just think about like the Karens of the world. Like, yep. Were you hoping that they cried and that would make you feel better? Probably. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. But I think kind of the last one I wrote there is like understanding the source of your feelings and what they actually meant. This so is this great. was kind of like the my therapy example yes. was that like I I realized I was building this mental barrier, but I didn't like know how to break past it. But then right. once I kind of broke down the individual feelings and the why and like what stemmed from it, and it, it all started off positively. Yeah. And I think that changes. That was like an, a fundamental shift, or like it was a breakthrough moment for me. It's just like oh, I'm behaving poorly out of fear, but the fear was out of something that was really positive. Yeah. So, like, focusing on the positive was, like, a mental breakthrough for me. Oh, totally. And I think we've talked about this book before, but it's called The Mountain Is You by Brianna West, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's her last name. But that book is basically just breaking down, like, what fear actually means and the source of it. And then you realize, oh, like, it's not really the fear that you're feeling. It's, you know, whatever else. And then it... I think it ultimately, like, shifts my perception. So, yeah. recommend that book. Love that. But, yeah. I love that. I One we didn't write down that I just thought about that I've been actually talking about with my mom recently is that 
a breakthrough we've been having is that thoughts are just thoughts. Yes. And that's really hard for me. I'll, I'll be honest. I, it's <laughs> because it's almost thinking as though what you're thinking isn't real because it's just a thought and therefore a thought is just a thought. It's not actually real all the time, which kind of freaks me out. Yeah. You know, that what you're thinking about isn't real, just a perception of your reality. Yeah. Uh, but sometimes it's actually comforting because I suffer from intrusive thoughts, things that are like borderline OCD sometimes, and realizing that those thoughts are just thoughts are super calming, especially with anxiety producing thoughts that, okay, I am just having a thought about XYZ instead of saying this is my reality. You know, like mm-hmm. I'm having a thought or, you know, if I'm having a panic attack, like I am having thoughts that are causing the panic attack and breaking it up that way instead of being like, okay, I'm in a panic attack. Like there's nothing I can do going down that spiral, making it worse. So trying to distinguish reality from my thoughts, if that makes sense. Yes, that does make sense. Um, very difficult, I will say, but a very good breakthrough to keep practicing. I think the hardest part about, like, what you're saying with, like, intrusive thoughts for me and that, like, cause even more anxiety is that, you know, a lot of, like, self-help books or stuff like that will say, or, like, not even self-help, but, like, personal growth books and things along those lines will say, like, your thoughts become a manifestation of, like, your reality. And, like, that was my biggest fear was, like, when I had this, like, moment of doubt that I built out this mental barrier and I was just like, but now I need to, like, I need to remove it because I don't want it to, like, manifest into reality. I think what I miss, like, the fundamental part that I missed out of all that is that, like, it doesn't mean that people only think positive thoughts and that's what's manifesting in their reality. Yeah. It's that, like, they they feel both and they think both thoughts, both the negatives and the positive. Mm-hmm. It's just they're focusing on, like, they give themselves the ability to feel and process both. Yeah. And then they're choosing to focus on one. Because I, I think that. that was huge for me was I was just like, okay, everyone has doubts for example like you yeah. know everyone has like a fear of you know losing a friend yeah. or like a relationship not working out right but like focusing on that would be kind of the detriment but right. it's, it's okay to sit there and be like yeah like that would be unfortunate but like thinking about has there any has anything has happened that actually caused you to have that down right. in the first place and when I like thought about that I was like no, no it just came into my mind and now I'm ruminating on yeah and now i'm like because i'm so afraid i'm gonna manifest into existence that i'm ruminating on it more and that's the problem i just sat there and i was just like that's a valid feeling yeah but nothing's happened and yeah focus on what you can control which is everything's going well so i'm gonna only think about the positives yeah i love that you brought that up i think a lot of people have these intrusive thoughts and don't know what they mean especially if they haven't gone to therapy i highly suggest looking up if you think that these are semi thoughts that you might have had before look up what intrusive thoughts are there's a lot of cool youtube videos about that cognitive behavioral therapy and those coping skills for those Mm -hmm. um i would say the research i've done on intrusive thoughts because i don't know if you're like me but every time i have a fear or anxiety about something related to maybe that therapy could help i do a lot of research because i like to be armed with my research that's like (laughs) give me the facts (laughs) and what i found about intrusive thoughts is they're 110 percent normal every single person has them um another example which i think everyone's had is i'm driving down the road and what happens if i swerve down the oncoming traffic yeah everyone's had that thought by the way um if you're a driver if you know any time in your life or you could be like, what happens if uh, someone crashed into me? Like, and then you freak out about driving or they can range anywhere from, you know, physical circumstances, sexuality, 
um, just a bunch of different topics and or like health or anything like that. I know I've gone down the rabbit hole of health too at one time point. Yeah. Um, especially with COVID, I think everyone was having intrusive thoughts about, you know, getting a disease, dying, anything like that. So something to definitely look up because it's helped ease some of those concerning thoughts. Yes. And I think like, like a breakthrough moment that I've had too, is that like, you should com- almost like communicate your thoughts if you like if you think that they're gonna cause anxiety. And I know that was not a good explanation, so let me give an example. Like when Sophie and I first became friends, love. and <laughs> love, 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 best and- day of my life. <laughs> I thought recording was the best day. Of your okay, life. multiple best days of my life. <laughs> but like, I just like had a lot of fear about like because everyone has like disagreements and friendships, and you yeah. know everyone like. And I don't even want to say, like, argue, argues or fight. Like, that's yeah. not even the case. But, like, I feel like you're really good at, like, I, I felt like even from the start, you're very good at communicating and, Thank like, you. kind of, like, sharing, like, being vulnerable and sharing your thoughts. Yeah. And I felt like my friend Maddie is also really good yeah. at that. And I think it's something through her because we've been friends so much longer, like, just through college. Yeah. That, like, over time... Because I told you, I'm very slow to, like, share my feelings. Yeah. That over time, I've, like, figured out how to be better at that, like, with her or, yeah. like, you know, with that friend group because we just have that history. But with right. you at first, I was, like, really nervous because you did so good at communicating and I wanted to give you that. Yeah. But I wasn't, like, good at it. And I think finally, I to- and I was so nervous about, like, well, what if we have our first disagreement? Or what yeah. if there's something you did that, like, and it wasn't even that you did, but, like, I was already having a bad day and it was yeah. kind of, like the icing on my cake or whatever yeah and like I don't know how to like communicate that with you and then it's gonna like ruin our friendship like it was just my intrusive thoughts totally totally and I realized that like I could just communicate with you what's going on in my head and that that was like it really did change thing where I was like Sophie like yes if we ever have a conflict I'm telling you that I really want to communicate and like get past it but as much as I want that, I'm not, like, good with it overtly in that moment. I, like, I need a moment. So if I'm yeah. silent, like, I, I need a moment. And yeah. that, like, don't take that as, like, I'm pissed off at you or whatever. But I just need that moment to, like, process and organize before we can move on. Yeah. And I think the moment I shared that with you for the first time, I felt so much more at ease. Because I knew that you're like, well, what's wrong? Like, yeah. what can I do? Yeah. And I was just like, oh, <laughs> my God. Like, I back up. I can't. <laughs> And I was so stressed out because I'm like, this is going to ruin our friendship. And I was like, Sophie, I want to communicate. Yeah. I just need a moment. Yeah. And like, now I don't have Perfect that anxiety. Yeah. yeah. So, so yeah, just I like love that you brought that communicating up. Communicating that with yeah. my breakthrough moments. Like, it's okay to tell people your like intrusive thoughts or like, you oh know, my what gosh. you need to yeah. get past it. And I, it sounds so simple, but it's like kind of hard to do. Oh, it's super hard. And especially to, to either even just like writing them down yeah. or saying them out loud you're like I don't want to bring this thought into the world because what if it is true and now I'm speaking it out there and it's scary but and it sounds like 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 I don't want to come across needy or like you know I don't want to like come across insecure it's just like one of those things where like it sounds so easy to do that I could have just told you but it was like it was so hard it's so hard it's like a debilitating fear yeah but then all of a sudden you say it and then you the other person's just going to reassure you like yeah, that That's is okay. totally normal and fine and whatever. No big deal. Yeah. You know, I, <laughs> so like another example yeah. of this was with boyfriend. Love. We were dating. We've been dating for a while. I don't want to yeah. say we were, we've been <laughs> we dating, dating for a while, but I, the situation was yes. a worse situation. But, um, I just realized that like, 
I was starting to act very like awkward and shy gotcha. for no reason out of it. Yeah. Nowhere. And like, I didn't know how to stop. And I knew <laughs> that it was making things kind of awkward. Yeah. And I just had to communicate. Look, in those moments, like, it's because I really like you. Yeah. And then I feel like really shy and awkward. <laughs> and then I behave shy and awkward. And I'm so sorry. I love it. I not. And he was like, I love when you do that. See, and that's then he so was cute. just like, and I'm, I'm glad to know that that's the case. Yeah. I'm glad to know that like, you don't still feel nervous on our dates. I'm yeah. like, yeah, I don't. It's just like, it's that's just what's like, going on. You're cute. Thing. And I like you. <laughs> and then I feel like a high schooler. Which is great. As yeah. you should. But it's just like, I was so nervous to communicate that. But the moment I communicate that, I was like, well, now he knows if I'm acting shy and awkward. Yeah. Like, it's not. It's a good thing, not a yeah. bad thing. Yeah. And it, like, it was a relieving thing. Because Absolutely. then it, like, everything flowed naturally after that. And then if I act awkward, he just starts laughing. Which I think it's cute. <laughs> so it's good to just get that out there, you yeah. know, and, and usually it'll resolve itself and whatever. Um, I even had a, a time where I communicated and choose of thought and it didn't end in a good way yeah i think it's good to just get those fears out there and get them out in the open so then you can handle them and move past it yes um especially if it's with someone you trust like you're saying boyfriend or anyone in your family i know every time i bring something up to my boyfriend it's just eases everything plus then you get it out there so if it happens again like those thoughts happen again you have something to reference back to they know how you're feeling know how to comfort you super helpful yeah and i think that like the biggest part of that is realizing that even if, because you're, I don't want like our audience to think, well, like Sophie did it once and it didn't work out positively, right. whatever. It's like the, the anxiety and the buildup of it was so much worse. And I'm sure that the negative, like it not, the outcome yes. not being positive. Yep, yep, yep. Like yeah, usually that's kind worse. of like the worst part. Oh, absolutely. Because like once it happens, I'm like, oh, okay, like, oh well, that wasn't we'll get not bad. It. Yeah. Yeah. So, so we hope this helps you have your own breakthrough. Yeah, we really hope you guys have your own breakthrough moments. I want to hear about the breakthrough moments. Yeah, because these were big for us today. So yeah. we like, want to hear about yours. We have been having, I have been having people send us some DMs on Instagram of, you know, their, their experiences, their comments. So we've been getting more DMs. So please share with us yeah. the breakthrough moments. We'd love to read them. And if you want, we could share them on the show. Yeah. Maybe when you share them with us in, you know, like the Instagram yeah. or like our emails, whatever that form that you're sharing with yeah. us, maybe in parentheses, right? Whether we can share this on the episode yeah, that'd because be great. we would love to have an episode where we share, you know, all of your thoughts. Yes. Oh, well, let's manifest that. Episode. Let's do it. Love <laughs> it. Okay. Right. We'll talk, talk later. Next one. Bye. Bye.